The Love Community Chapel presents Times of Refreshing with God's servant, Reverend George Aiko. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach the good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. Stay tuned as you listen to God's word presented by Reverend George Aiku. tonight to your word. Your word is anointed. There's power in your word. Your word pierces the spirit and the soul asunder. Tonight, let your word pierce my spirit, pierce my soul, pierce my body, and set me free. Lord, my heart is open to your word. Bless me through your word. In Jesus' name. Amen. Give it to God. Hallelujah. Your hands are for God. Give it to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I find somebody and tell you tonight, you shall have a jolly good ride with the Lord. I find three people. Tonight, you're going to have a jolly good ride. Thank you so much, Lord. Jolly good ride in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. You may please be seated. The bulk of message I have tonight is, is voluminous. My time is so short. I wish I had about one hour to minister tonight. You see, let me say that Christianity is knowledge-based. It is wisdom and power based. The Bible says that Christ is the wisdom of God and the power of God. So you can't come to church without knowledge. Wisdom is application of knowledge. And knowledge is information. That you so you must be informed to accumulate knowledge. And out of knowledge, you receive prudence to apply. That is wisdom. So, if you don't like God's word, God cannot help you. I'm making some powerful statements. You just have to be putting some things out tonight. If you you detest the word of God, God shall reject you. Hosea 4, 6 says that. God says that if you, because the priests have what? Rejected the word, have what? Also rejected them. So if you don't embrace the knowledge of the word of God, God cannot help you. Yeah. God says that he has exalted his word above his name. I think it's verse 2 somewhere there. His word is above his name. So you cannot do without the word. The prophetic ministry started in Ghana about some 15 years ago. And it has come very far. People have realized that we need even the word of God to make prophecies work. Sometimes in some of those meetings, they say, prophesy. 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 How can you say that? Why will you say that? The fundamental prophetic word is in the Bible. You cannot do that a word. Fortunately, we have the word of God with us. Everything about Christianity is 
word and power. Wisdom and power. Two-sided. Two-sided. Jesus Christ is the wisdom of God and the power of God. Double-edged sword. So you need the word. Bible says that many people perish for lack of knowledge. The destruction of the poor is not their poverty. It's their lack of knowledge. Those who are destroyed by demonic forces is because they lack the power and the knowledge to counteract when they are attacked. Attacking is, is scriptural. Christ was attacked. It's not sinful to be challenged. But when you lose a challenge, it's not scriptural. If you lose the, if you lose the challenge, if you lose, if you lose the victory, it's not scriptural. You don't, have to, you don't have to lose. Battles are for life. We fight everywhere. So you mustn't lose a battle. How do you win? You must have strategy. <laughs> we know that Ukraine and Russian war. It's all about knowledge. Now the knowledge is taken to the sky now. The highest Knowledge now must take you to the sky. So you can scan the whole world and see what's going on. The war is about, it's about now those who control the, 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 the sky. Yes. Those who control space. So I can know where my enemies And take pictures and shoot them. So you cannot do without knowledge, please. Now, if you don't want God's word, I beg you, you can't live in this church. We, we can't help you. If you don't love God's word, you can't be comfortable in this church. So you must change your mentality. Everything about church is Revelation. Jesus said, I'll build my church. And the gates of first are not prevail against you. When he, when he said that, he was replying, he was replying Peter. What do you say that I am? Jeremiah. You are Jeremiah. You are someone like Elijah the prophet. What do you say that I, the son of man, am? And he said, You are the son of the living God. He said, The flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. My father in heaven. Based on this revelation, I will build my church. So, Church building is upon revelation. We build church upon revelation. On Jesus Christ. And thereafter, it's still revelation. If you don't get revelation, I don't know how far you go your Christian life. When you are saved, your next most important gift is revelation. Jesus Christ came to, a man came to Jesus Christ, Nicodemus. And we're having a chat. I know you're a son of God, you do miracles. As well as before. Said, Unless a man is born again, he can't see the kingdom. You can't see the kingdom. kingdom is, it's not physical, spiritual. So the born again empowers you for revelation. So revelation is the next thing you need after born again. If you know how important it is to catch revelation, you will never joke. Hallelujah. Tonight, I have a message for the church. And it's going to run for some time. As long as the Lord gives you the strength to minister it. The love of God is a message. 
the life of God. I've realized that in my whole life, I've come this far because God loves me and because I love God. I think in the whole chair, God loves him more than anybody here. God loves him more than anybody in the church. I don't know about you. I don't know what you say about that. Because of say your own thing, but me, God loves him more than anybody there. From the beginning of my life till now, my teenage years, my youthful years, it has been just God. And I have also loved him. And the things God has done for me because of loving him, I, I can recount so many of them. And I realized that to be a very good Christian and to serve God well, it is love. Love. That's, 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 that's a message. The question is, let this song. Love is a message, and that message is love. From the hills to the mountains and the heavens above. Tell everybody that. Learn the song for me, because I'm going to hit, hit it hard. We need this, this particular ingredient called love. No, no, listen. It's not because you don't want to pray. It's not a question of not praying. It's a question of your love for God. Yes. Yes. If you love him, you pray. You go to him. It's not a question of not having faith. Not believing. It's a question of having love for God. Because love, love, faith will get by love. Love is a medium to operate faith. Love is a medium. It's a, it's a, it, is, it, is, it is the modus operandi for operating faith. It's not because you don't come to church. No. Not because you can't drive and come to church. It's a question of your love for God. Talking about. It's not because it has rained. But it's a question of your love for God. I can question you tonight. I can put it to you. Boldly. That it's not because of your problem. It is your love which must be questioned. Now, I must let you know that our greatest service to God is love. It's to love him. The greatest service to God is to love him. The greatest demand God makes on us is to love him. The greatest demand God makes, God makes on our lives is to love him. First John 4 3, first John 4 8, sorry. God is love. You know that. First John 4 8. For God, for he who loves, no, for he, God is love. For he who does not love, does not love God. Does not know God. For God is love. God is love. So you must love God. You must love. Let me let you know that loving God is an attack this day. This. Hmm. The, the greatest attack on Christianity today or Christians is their love. Their love for God. I'll show you from scriptures. Holy Ghost whispers some, some things to me today. I'll show you from scripture that the greatest problem of Christians today is their love for God. And that also cripples their faith. Because love is about faith. It's not greater than faith. So if your love life for God is crippled, your faith would just be shattered. 
I said boldly before God's presence. If your love for God is crippled, your faith will be shattered. Matthew chapter 24, verse 12. Matthew 24, 12 says that and because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. Lawlessness will abound. Lawlessness is sin. It will abound. Because of sin, which, which is rooted in Satan, the cause, because of sin, the love of many Christians will grow cold. Not their faith, but their love. And if you read the whole account, it's about the end times. Jesus was preaching about the end times. Teaching them the things that will happen. And one of them is that the love of Christians will grow cold by reason of iniquity. Second Timothy 3, verse 1 and verse 2. Take note. Knowledge is key. It is power. Take note. But know this that in the last days here we are today last days the end of the last days perilous times will come evil times will come troublous times will come this is the days we are living in evil days there will be evil days and evil men. Perilous days and perilous men. For men will be lovers of themselves. Now, this particular first thing mentioned here is a head. Is a spearhead of the rest. Lovers of themselves. They love themselves. It's a spearhead. The lovers of money. Why do you love money? Because of yourself. Boasters. Why do you boast? Because of yourself. Proud. Why are you proud? Because of yourself. Blasphemous. Disobedient to parents. Unthankful. Unholy. These are dangerous seasons in our days. And these things are not positive. They are negative. And they are rooted in satanic activities. Unloving. They will never love. Look at that. And make sure you don't fulfill scripture in this negative way. On love, they will not love. They won't love God. They won't love men. Sometimes we must teach eschatology. The last days events. To shape our thinking. Because your mindset controls your behavior. Your mindset controls your actions. It shapes your, your conduct. Whatever is happening today is in prophecy. World prophecy. And church prophecy. Ecclesiology. Ecclesiology. Huh? Please, these things, people shall who will not love. They won't love God. Unforgiving, slanderous, without self control. Can't, can't control themselves. Sleep with men, you sleep with beasts. As for the flesh, if you give it rope, it will take you far. <laughs> Look at the 
Sometimes I just laugh over certain things I see in town, say, um, some people are selling drugs that can, excuse me, enlarge the, the manhood. Is it drugs that can make you last for one hour? How much sexual arousal do you need? It's amazing. There's one brother I met some time ago. Let's laugh, let's, 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 let's laugh a little. You know, and uh, he was having pressure problems. I mean, high blood pressure was going on. Hold it up. So as we discussed, I said, why don't you go to the hospital and try and engage pressure pills? Then he said, I bet that if I take it, my power will go down. You <coughs> won't make me to perform. I said, you want to die. You want to die. <laughs> So look at the priority. Misplaced priority. The priority is more sex, not life. It's a living law. Let me die having sex. And some have sex and they die having sex. They, they die on the women. They die on their on their men. Then they are gone. Pressure. How far can the flesh take you? With that self-control. Brutal. They are brutal people. Cut your head. Kill you without the feeling. Despite sense of good. People don't like good. You do good to them. They will still hate you. They will hate you more for doing good. They won't even thank you. They won't even say thank you. Traitors. Traitors. Betrayers. Hair strong. Yes. Their head is strong. They are wicked. Haughty. They are lovers of pleasure. Rather than lovers of God. That is my point. These days are perilous times. And these men are ruling the world today. Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. If you put pleasure on the left and God on the right, all things being equal, choose one of them. They will choose pleasure. And that is why today in our world, soccer is ruling between church and soccer. They will choose soccer. And they are fulfilling scripture in the last days. People shall come. They will love pleasure. Today go to Europe. They fill the stadium. But their churches are empty. They don't love God. Fulfilling scripture. Pleasure. Even in Ghana. When Manju is playing Arsenal or whatever. And it's, it's, a, it's a Wednesday night. Church service night. Or a three day program. And one of them is that night. They won't come. You'll be there to watch. They are under demonic spell. I don't care how much grown you are spiritually. If pleasure takes your takes more of your time than God, you are under demonic spell. Why can, why, why can you browse social media more than prayer? Why? What's wrong with you? You are under a spell. 
Fulfilling scripture. So the love for God, the love for God, and the love of God is under attack. It's under attack. Revelation chapter 2, verse 4 and verse 5. Please take notes and let the word enter your heart. Let's start with verse 1. Jesus Christ was addressing a church. To the church, to the angel of the church of Ephesus. Right. These things says he who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks or lampstands. I know you're aware that Ephesians was a very they were a powerful church, right? Ephesus, I know your works, your labor, your patience, and that you cannot bear those who are evil. And you have tested those who say they are apostles. They are not. Now found them liars. That's right. And you have persevered and have patience and have labored for my name's sake and have not become weary. Nevertheless, I have this against you that you have left your first love. You have left your first love. Not their first faith, but their first love. It's not a faith matter, it's a love matter. Because once you love God, faith will follow. Verse 5. And it says, Remember therefore from where you are fallen. Repent and do the first works. The works of love. Do them. So, the point here is that in these last days, loving God is under pressure. It's under high tension pressure. It becomes very difficult to love God. It's all because of evil lawlessness, iniquity. Second point is this. Love is very weighty. Love is very powerful. So the weight of love. Why is love so important? Such that Satan decides to attack the love of God. First Corinthians 13, verse 13. Love says that an abided faith, hope, love. These three, but the greatest of these is love. So, if you take hope, if you take uh, hope and faith, hope and love together from the three, ratings, love is It's heavier than hope and faith. Love defies time. It defies time. Faith will give way. Hope will cease. But love abides forever. So love defies time. I read about a man who loved a woman. And this man proposed to this woman to love her and the, and the parents agreed so it's okay now you serve this woman serve me and then this woman shall be yours seven years this man served seven full years for a woman when the time came to be given the woman 
He was given under woman. Who was the firstborn? The firstborn. Why have you cheated me? He asked. They said, in our, in our country, in our tribe, in our culture, you marry the first woman before you marry the second woman. First daughter before second daughter. So, you want the second daughter, then serve another seven years. But this man never relented. He went another seven years. Genesis 29 verse 20. Look at the account. Look at what the, comment, the commentary said. He said, so Jacob served seven years for Rahel. After, after, after the first one, Leah, right? Rahel. And the same only a few days. It, 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 it seemed like a few days. It is said, it is said to him because of the love he had for her. So he served seven years extra, and for him, it was like seven, seven days. Why? The weight of love. It defies time. We've been married for how many years now? Um, probably how many years now? Getting to 30 years, right? 30, uh, 34 years. Okay. And we still look fresh. We are now in a honeymoon. Doesn't look like 34 years at all. If you love somebody, time is nothing. You can marry for 50 years, 70 years. With the same woman. Love is weighty. Love defies death. Number two. Defies death. It defies fire. It defies water. It defies money. Love defies death. Death can destroy love. No fire can quench love. And no waters can drown love. And not even money can buy love. Second yes. of that. 8 verse 6 to 7. Very, very fast. Set me as a seal upon your heart. As a seal upon your arm. For love is as strong as death. If you love a woman till death do part. Husbands, love your wife till death. I, I, I chanced on something that happened in the U.S. just this week. A woman and a man have been married. They have children. They have four children. Ghanaians. The woman came down to Ghana and was playing some underground, underground things. Found another man. And she told the man that the, the man, the man she was with or she is with, is a brother. Somebody you have married to him, giving birth with a because of this man in Ghana. Look and short, the man over there had it. But you know what he did? It's not good. Killed himself and shot the wife. And let them note. This is what the woman has done. See, we shall one day we shall meet. Why do you die for? Why, why do you kill yourself for such a stupid woman? Leave her alone. Go with your life. But I'm saying that love is strong. You know, come read down. It says that jealousy is as cruel as the grave. It was jealousy. That killed him, jealousy. 
Its flames are flames of fire. A most vehement flame. Many waters cannot quench love. Nor the flask drown it. Now it means that no circumstance should quench your love for God. Not even your husband. Not even your wife. No circumstances. No joblessness. Job or no job. Wife or no wife. Car or no car. No circumstance should impede your progress in your love for God. No circumstance to stop you from loving God. You go to the fire. Fire means troubles. No, that trouble shouldn't quench the love you have for God. If your girlfriend or boyfriend leaves you, still come to church. Your fiancés are not loving you anymore. Come and worship the Lord. Come I my husband, my fiancé say he won't love you anymore. <coughs> You, you are now, you are, you are not happy. Because your fiancé has left you. He can go to hell. And serve your God well. Come on, give God some praise. Hallelujah. Love. Many waters cannot quench love. Nor can the flask drown it. COVID-19 shouldn't quench your love for God. The pandemic should not quench your love for God. Oh, labo seke to stay. Are you hearing me? Because some person are still in the pandemic mood. We can't come to church. Oh, online, online, online. Where two or three are gathered in my name. Gathering is important. They gather in my name. See, the greatest attack of pandemic was the church. Up till now, some churches have been recovered. They have been recovered. They have been recovered. Pandemic shouldn't, shouldn't attack, attack your love for God. If a man would give for love all the wealth of his house, it will be utterly despised. So money cannot give by love. Money cannot buy love. Do you know why love is very weighty? If you love God, you would never fail. So love defies failure. First Corinthians 13 verse 8. Love defies failure. You cannot fail in life. Love never fails. But whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues and blah, 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 they will cease. Love cannot fail. If you want to succeed in life, can I advise you tonight? Start loving God. Start loving God. Make love your first commitment. Love God. You start love. You will not fail. Because love doesn't fail. And you are functioning in the spirit of love. Your marriage will not fail. Your business will not fail. Your destiny will not fail. Whatever God has for you, it will never fail. I mean, life is about either you are failing or you are, you are succeeding or failing. Yes. It's about success and failure. All the struggles about business, about marriage, it's about success and failure. But thank God we have the way out. Love never doesn't fail. If I were you, I would align my life to love. Loving God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, I'll run off and the next week I continue. Amen. Amen. One of the things that God commanded is, is, is Israel, his people, was to love him. Deuteronomy 6, verse 4 to verse 5. 
God just commanded them, you just love me, that's all. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Verse 5. You shall what? Love the Lord your God with all your heart. That is a command. With all your soul. With all your strength. That's a command. Hmm. All your heart. The center of your emotions. Your being. Your thinking faculty. Your thinking processes. That's why you must allow pornography to fill your mind. Mm. If you love God, love God with your mind as well. Fill your mind with the gospel, with the word of God. Memorize scripture. With all your soul, with your emotions. Come to church and dance and praise the Lord. Move your body. It's, it's emotional. You're praising God, you are sweating. It's part of it. And with all your strength, your strength represents your physical strength, your financial strength. Yes, with all the strength. God demands that love from us. And when Jesus Christ came, he repeated the same thing. And Jesus Christ rated, rated love. You know, rating, rating. He gave it the priority. Matthew 22, verse 37. Matthew 22, 37. Thank you, Lord. Jesus said, 37, Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God. With all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. So Christ rated love as a first. All the commandments, love is first. Please, let me tell you, if you can love God, it will change your life entirely. If you can love God with all your time, with all your treasure, with all your talent, with all your body, with all your soul, with all your spirit, it will change many things in your life. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You know that communion is a love affair. It's somebody loves you and invites you to a party. It's love affair. It's love affair. It's somebody invites you to his, his, his house to dine with you. It's a love affair. Come and die on my table. And Jesus Christ has invited us to his table. Come and dine. Because when you dine with me, I will impact your life. You know, the love of God, okay, is encapsulated in what Christ did for us at Calvary. For God so loved the world that what He gave His only begotten Son. And Christ's death is, is an epitome of God's love. And you know what Christ did for us? Look, if we don't benefit from it, it's not his fault. Calvary must benefit us spiritually for salvation. If you're not saved, it's a dangerous thing to be. If you're here, you're not saved. Tonight, get saved. See, there's no other name on earth given amongst men whereby we must be saved except Jesus Christ the name Jesus you know death is very powerful very powerful every human being has died they didn't rise again 
But look at Jesus Christ, who claimed that he is the Son of God. He said, I will lay my life down and take it again. If you put five prophets on the same platform, this prophet is a philosopher. This one has miracles. This one is political. That one is an inventor. And you, you put them all on the same platform. And Jesus Christ on the same platform. The same. I will choose Jesus Christ. Because he defied death. The love of God caused him to die and rest again. And you know the love he showed to us. He said, look, my body is broken for you. He took bread and blessed it and broke it and said, take, eat. This is my body. It is a this shall be my body. After blessing it, he said, this is mine. Now, let me tell you something in the spiritual realm. Take it. And I'll end the message. In the spiritual realm, point of contact matters. Let me explain to you. When God wanted to create a human being, He took soil, molded it, and, and breathed into it. So the soil was a contact, point of contact. And God's breath together, a miracle of man. So man is a miracle. You are a miracle. If the spirit leaves you, the body becomes dust again. So you, as a human being, you are a miracle. The difference, the breath of God in you. And took the earth. So the point of contact is the soil. Now, do you know that most of the time, when people want to do some things, they want a point of contact. The woman who was suffering from blood flow. Since if I could touch the hem of garment, I shall be well. I shall be well. Point of contact was what? The hem. To release her faith, the hem. Now, Jesus Christ knew the concept of point of contact. He knew it. So he took the, he took the bread. He said, I'm not here, I'm going. But this is represents me on earth. This is my body. So he took the bread and broke it to symbolize his death and bless it. Now the blessing changes the bread. The blessing changes the bread. It doesn't, it doesn't, it's easy to be bread any longer. Spiritually, is a real body. Real body of Jesus Christ. And the body of Christ contains healing, contains power. Oh, I've come to respect the body of Jesus Christ these days. I've come to have understanding about the body of Christ. If I take the bread, look, do you know that the witches and wizards somehow they try to copy what we do. Satan doesn't have any origin, any original. He doesn't have any original thing. Somebody had a demonic thing into in, 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 in his because he had some food. A little, a little girl. The little boy had a witchcraft because he was giving biscuits from their school. So they know how to impart spirits through food. Be careful where you eat, all of you. Be careful. Every time, rang, 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 rang. Eat everywhere. Every party, both party, you are there. This party, you are there. Eat everywhere. I'm not saying don't eat. It. But be careful where you where and where you eat. This boy went to school. He was giving a biscuit. Put the biscuit in his pocket. Came back home. He forgot about it. Mother was washing the, the uniform. And found a piece of finger in the, in the, in the boy's 
pocket. Hey, where did this where did you get, 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 get this food? I don't know. Uh, a friend gave me biscuit. And I forgot to eat it. It was God that made me forget to eat it. And that biscuit had become what? Finger. Witchcraft was. If you had eaten the biscuit, look, don't joke with your children. Lay hands on them. When they are going to school, lay hands on them. Pray for the children. Because they interact with children from different backgrounds. You don't know. Please, let me tell you communion, come to communion service. It's to service your body, it's to service your spirit. You know, he took the cup and said, this is my blood. He blessed the cup and said, this is my blood. Shed for you. When you bless the, when we bless the, the wine, it's no more wine. It's the blood of Jesus Christ. Now, blood is life. The life of the flesh is the blood. And you see, the DNA of every human being is in the blood. So when you drink the blood of Jesus Christ, you are drinking the DNA of Jesus Christ. Somewhere to communal service, the blood. And God changed his, her, changed her blood glue from SS to a better one. We have to believe the communion. Tonight, have a different mindset. As you come to the table, every spirit of darkness that harasses your blood, that has tempered with your DNA. Look, look at me. I was just wondering why people have DNA problems. Blood, blood problems. It was the sin of Adam. In the book of Genesis, verse 1, some angels who, were, who had fallen slept with, slept with human beings. Who tempered with human blood. You know why? Because they wanted to corrupt the seed of the woman that God prophesied about. So the SS thing, the, the, the wrong blood, blood group, it wasn't God that made it away. It was Satan. Tonight, God shall correct your blood group. Every sickness in your blood that cannot be healed. As you come tonight and partake the communion, by the authority of God's word, God shall fight that right now. There's power in the blood. That blood is speaking right now. It's an altar today. It's still speaking. Like it's first some time ago. That blood of the lamb. It's here right now. The sprinkling blood of Jesus Christ is here right now. As you, as you plug your faith to the communion, it will take care of witchcraft activities. Ah, he's above all. You can't compare any power with Jesus Christ. You can't compare any power with Jesus Christ. He's more powerful. So the communion is a representation of Jesus on earth. So you feel right now. And let's pray. Let's pray. Pray as you pray right now. Zakosha. Makosaka Patakaba. Pray that two hands up and pray. Oh, he lost it so much. He will heal you tonight. He will heal us tonight. Oh, God, touch me tonight. Shackled by a heavy bedding. Keep on praying. Beneath the load of guilt and sin. Then the hand of Jesus touched me. Now no longer sea He touched me. Oh, he touched me. Oh, come on, sing out. And oh, that joy that floods my soul. Something happened. Come on, sing out. Something happened. And now I'm. Behold tonight. Behold tonight. Behold tonight. Sabako Shaka. He touched me. Behold tonight. He loves you. He wants to heal you tonight. Every sickness, every disease that is harassing our lives. 
Lord Jesus loves us. He's here to touch your life tonight. Something happened. And now, and now. Yeah. He touched me. He touched me. He touched me. Lift up two hands to God. Oh, oh, Jesus. And oh, the joy that flooded my soul. Something happened. Healing happened. Happened. And now I know. And now I know. He touched Raise your right hand to God, everybody. And say, Lord, I receive your power tonight. I receive your love tonight. Your healing tonight. Any part of me that is sick, as I partake the communion, Lord, heal me. Lord, touch me. Touch with your hand. Touch with your hand. Your healing hand. Your healing hand. Every sickness in my body vanish right now. Vanish right now. Go right now. In the name of Jesus. In the blood of Jesus. Come on, pray right now. Shabba baba baba. Sebes come. Touch me. Oh. The flood my soul. And now I know He touched me Galatians 3 verse 14 Christ verse 13 Christ has redeemed us From the curse of the law Being made a curse for us for this written, curse is everyone who has on the tree. That the blessing of Abraham might come. Every curse is hung on the tree tonight. We render every curse crucified tonight. Hey, come on. Every curse of disease, of sickness, of poverty. Every case of premature death, of premature death, any appointed with death in your life, we render it crucified. Crucified. No premature death. No case any longer. In the name of Jesus, clap and pray. No premature death. No premature death tonight. Be saved. Every premature death. Every appointed the grave be disappointed. Hey, Kasaka. Every appointed with the grave disappointed tonight. We deliver from the grave. May the grave be closed. In the name of Jesus Christ. All those who wish you to go to the grave, may they go to the grave tonight. Masantara Masaka Baba. The last prayer. Now we are praying this prayer. Vengeance prayer. Blood means vengeance. Blood means vengeance. Jesus Christ died on the cross to conquer the enemy. I would say he was stripped of his powers. And Christ made the publisher of the devil. Christ made the publisher of the enemy. And so it's a vengeance prayer tonight. On the day when they left Egypt, the firstborn of the Egyptians died because of the blood. When I see the blood, when I see the blood, when I see the blood, the death angel will pass over you. Tonight, may the blood be upon your life. Every attack on you pass over tonight. Instead of you dying, the enemy shall die. I say, Lord Jesus, tonight, by your blood, vengeance, vengeance against my enemies by the blood, by the blood. Come on, pray right now. 
We cancel every death trap on your life. Hey, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We hope God has ministered to you and you've been touched by the word which was brought to you by Reverend George Ayiku, Senior Pastor of Love Community Chapel. You can locate Love Community Chapel at Bubuashi, Ogle Road and adjacent to the AMA sub office. You can join us for any of our three services. First service, 6.30am in English. Second service, 8am in English. And third service, 10am in English with tree translation. For more information, please call 0302-231017 or visit www.lovecommunitychapel.org. You can also visit Love Community Chapel on Facebook.